What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? Peace, blessings, and opportunities. Happy Sunday. I hope you're doing well this weekend and um, preparing yourself mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally for the week ahead to start anew, refreshed, refocused, balanced, all that good stuff. But real quick, I was having a conversation about the sounds that play in the background and that'd be interesting to actually <laughs> disclose why I have certain sounds in the back. So I really believe in sound healing and I believe in the energy of high hertz frequencies. So a lot of the sounds that you hear are to intentionally raise consciousness, increase your awareness, transmit positive energy flow, get you engaged, allow your brain to still, to relax, because a lot of times our brain is on go, which further creates anxiety, but that's neither here nor there. That's not what we're discussing today. But the point of Hood Health to Good Health and my overall goal really is to get people to step into their light, to step outside of the hood, the survival, all those versions of ourselves that are created where we transmit nothing but low frequency vibration. So these sounds really is to get you, again, to transmit transmute and become an alchemist of your own energy to shed light on yourself to shed light to the darkest depths of yourself so that you can start to think and you can be more inclined to want to go from hood health to good health but yeah I like to do things a little strategically but that's the air sign logic in me but um anyway this week I really wanted to talk about the first levels of love you know, spinning the block real quick. Last week, we talked about vulnerability being a strength and how we're conditioned to believe that it's a weakness. I never got the chance to mention it, but even in systems, they refer to vulnerable populations. And I put that in air quotes because the hood is considered a vulnerable population, a weaker population. So when you reclaim that vulnerability is a strength, you reclaim your power. So yes, when I think of the first levels of love, that's the love that you perceive and receive from your parents. Whether you grew up with both, one of them, it's that first level of love that conditions us to believe that love is action. That if someone does things for us or if they're there for us, then they love us. But if someone doesn't do something for us and they're not there for us, that they don't love us. And I know a lot of us have experienced this because a lot of us in the hood grow up with one parent or sometimes none. We grow up in systems. So when I say this, I really believe that this notion of love being an action is what really sets us up to fail in our relationships as we get older. Because we expect certain things to go certain ways or we project certain things that we have been through. A lot of us grew up in dynamics where the women were at the forefront of the family. 
the women, you know, carry a lot of the weight. However, it creates an imbalance of the feminine masculine energy. We all carry it, whether you're a man or a woman. We all carry feminine masculine energy, yin and yang. But the goal is to understand balance. So, I mean, I can speak for myself where I was conditioned to believe that love was action. So as I started to get older in my friendships, in former relationships, I believed that if I was doing what I needed to do, that you should know that I love you. But if you're dealing with people who received love in expressive ways, they're going to look at that like, I don't feel like you love me. And then that creates a disconnect. Because again, we're so used to love being action. Like, I do this for you, I do this for you, I do this for you. How don't you see that I love you? But the real issue is the lack of expression. So again, when we perceive and receive these masculine forms of love being action, we take away our freedom to express unconditional love. We take away our freedom to receive unconditional love. And we also take away our freedom to constitute what unconditional love means to us because we're caught in the cycle of love as action. You know, I believe that these cycles of generational trauma are repeated because we lack expression in love. We lack the awareness of what unconditional love looks like. I know for me, I'll speak for myself. Again, I talk about it um, growing up without my dad for the most part of my life. That creates an overly masculine effect. So yeah, we see all the jokes online about women that grow up without their fathers or men that grow up without their mothers or fathers. Like it, it, We see all the jokes. But at the end of the day, it's a real trauma. It's a real thing. Because one, as a woman, you don't, you're missing that first level of love. You don't know what it's like to be treated like a princess because your dad wasn't there. Or even vice versa, as a woman, if you're growing up with your dad, there's a lot of womanly features and motherly notions that you're missing because you don't grow up with your mom. And the same goes for men. But I can only speak to my situation and growing up without my father. You know, this is how I believe toxic cycles of relationships are repeated because we have no notion of how we should be treated because that first level of love was absent. And I say this because I remember years ago when I was in college, this girl, um, I would always see that like she had a different boyfriend all the time, right? And it's not to talk about anybody um, because it really humbled me. And I would always wonder like, damn, I could never do that. But I quickly realized after she posted about her parents and them celebrating X amount of years of marriage. And it dawned on me that, you know, this was somebody that 
her father set that level of love for her. Showed her what unconditional love was like. Showed her how she should be treated. So for her, she wasn't settling. And when I say that humbled me, it absolutely did. Because I was looking at it from a negative angle. Whether that was jealousy, envy. But it was like, here I am in my mind convincing myself that like, Oh, nah, you don't know what you got going on because you always got a different relationship. But little did I know was that you had that foundation set in your life. Many of us don't, regardless if you're a man, uh, excuse me, a man or a woman. So, again, I speak for myself where I say I had no knowledge of how I should be treated. I had no knowledge of what love should be. I had no knowledge of what I wanted love to look like in my life. All I knew was action. So if someone did things that were good for me, then hell, shoot, that was love. But that's how we enslave ourselves into cycles. The same can go for men, where they lack either their mother or their father. They also don't have that foundation They've never seen their father treat their mother with respect. Or, hell, they've never seen their mother treat themselves with respect. Teach their own. I don't know your situation. I don't know your story. But I'm just here to shed light to get you to think about this. So as we get older, this starts to spill into our adulthood. Because as children, we create these false realities of what love looks like or doesn't look like. You know, love is a state of being. It's not an action. Love is something that is constant. It is unconditional. But I also believe that if we're not in a healthy foundation or we have not received a healthy foundation and we've not had healed from the generational cycles, we can easily mistake unconditioned for dark energy and put up with things that we shouldn't have to put up with. Because we quote-unquote love someone. Love doesn't hurt. Love is a high vibrational frequency. Love is actually light. So in the absence of light, darkness is present. And that's something that I love to say. Like, we look at situations that people have been through, whether it's ourselves or other people around us. And we, we wonder why people put up with the same thing, put up with the same thing. And I'm not going to discriminate because it's both men and women. But we put up with these same things, whether that's cheating, whether that's abuse, whether that's disrespect. But that's because we are so conflicted and confused as to what love actually is. You know, again, I myself used to believe that love was action. My friends will tell you. My closest friends will tell you how I've had a hard time receiving their expressive love to me. My best friend will tell you. Like they'll tell me I love them, um they love me and it's like okay, I love you too. <laughs> like that's something that I grew up being conditioned to believe that love was action like I don't need to sit here and express to you how I, how much I love you but I told you last week that it took me a while to learn to be vulnerable with my friends and my family 
I was never expressive, ever. Because as a child, that was something that I was conditioned to believe. But it's not to hold our parents accountable because they also had a childhood. And then your grandparents also had a childhood. And it just goes back and back and back. But it could be broken. When you learn to truly love yourself. You know, they always say people treat you as far as you've met yourself. And that is very true. Because if you allow certain things to be done to you, if you allow yourself to put up with certain cycles, people are only going to match that energy. That's the law of energy. What you put out will come back. So if you don't believe you're worthy of receiving a certain level of love, hell, you will never receive it. It takes for you to go within. It takes for you to learn to love yourself unconditionally, flaws and all. To be in a clear mental space, a clear emotional space of what you actually deserve. This could be a tough pill to swallow. Trust me, I know. Been there, done that. But I also know what I wouldn't put up with anymore. You know, not to speak to the past, but I've had someone that had said to me that supposedly loved me, right, but did X amount of things, say to me that they never thought that I would walk away, which is probably why they never took me seriously. But you see, I'm a very forgiving person. However, with me, this, I'm going to step into astrology real quick. I can't wait to get there one day in this podcast, but I'm a Libra. And we are the balance of the scales. But what people don't know about me is I'm very forgiving. However, when you tip the scale, it becomes unbalanced. So the more I forgive, the more my level of respect for you goes down. So I knew for me at a point in time, I would eventually walk away, whether it was a friendship, a family member, a relationship. I'm somebody that will tell you, you're going to push me to a point I don't care. You're going to push me to a point I don't care. But where I'm at now... I've learned that there's no need to continue to tip the scale because I know what I am worth. I know what I want to receive out of family, friendships, love, whatever it may be, to the point where I know I would not put up with something that doesn't resonate with the energy of unconditional love. And spinning the block on what I said about the thought of unconditional love, we sometimes confuse that. Our trauma confuses that with putting up with things because right it's no conditions but that's not true unconditional love is a state of being yes it is loving people without conditions but not the conditions that cause and inflict pain because again where light is absent darkness is present and it's not to blame anybody it's not to sit here and say you created this in my life no because the hard truth about life is nobody's coming to save you. It is up to you to do the work. It is up to you to heal. It is up to you to redefine yourself and redefine what love means to you. If you find yourself in repeated cycles, it's time to go within. Everything that you're looking for will never be found in the external. And I'm a big believer in when you learn 
to really let go and focus on yourself and redefining and reclaiming who you are truly and what it is that you deserve, you will always be carried to your most healthiest, happiest, harmonious life. But when you disconnect from your internal and you allow the traumatic cycles and the generational cycles to limit your mind, limit your capacity, limit your abilities, that's where you find yourself enslaved to the same cycle, whether you're a man or woman. Again, there's no discrimination here. So this is really just to get you to think about how you love and how you receive love, how you perceive love. Think about those childhood experiences. Think about how you saw your parents or parent. Or if you didn't have parents growing up, think about how that made you feel. So do you inflict that on others? Because whether we like to believe it or not, as children, one, we create false realities. And two, we subconsciously carry all those experiences with us that we actually become the people that we say we would never become. It's not to say that you don't want to look up to your parents. But I know that there were certain things that I always said I never wanted to do, but that I ended up doing. So it's important that we start to redefine ourselves, reclaim ourselves, and really step into our own power. Really start to show ourselves what we deserve. Really start to understand what it is that we truly want, because that's another thing. We're so disconnected from what we truly want I take that back from what we truly need. We're so focused on what we want. But sometimes what you want is not always what you need. Hence why we move through life with a dissatisfaction. Always have to have the next best thing, next best person. We're never content. But when you focus on you, your self-love, and what you believe unconditional love should be in your life, you're in a better space to make decisions, healthier decisions. You're in a better space to walk away from things that don't serve you any good. You're in a better space to learn from your mistakes instead of repeating the cycle. So again, I say this to say this. I'm not judging anybody. None of us are judges and juries, first things first. But I'm here to get you to think get you to open your mind, get you to start to look at your patterns, your cycles, whether that's with friends, relationships, family, and then take it a step further and look at the childhood aspects of yourself, the experiences that you've been through. How has that created the person that you are? How has that spilled into your adult life? How has that affected your relationships? Even with yourself. Because a lot of times we'll find ourselves mad at ourselves for being in the same cycle. But again, no one's coming to save you. It's up to you to save you. There's no need to be angry at anybody. There's no need to hold a grudge towards someone. The only person that you should hold accountability to is yourself. Yeah, sometimes we go through childhood traumas that inflict pain or 
condition us. But again, it's only up to you as an adult to do the healing yourself, to be able to change generations to come. So as always, I hope you continue to spin the block with me as we go from hood health to good health. Peace, y'all.